Hey there, I'm Brooke Jefferson, host of the Book More Clients Photography Podcast. I'm a wife, mama to two, lifestyle photographer, and marketing strategist. I help photographers build a five-figure business through systems and relationship building. You can find me sipping on a whiskey and Coke, listening to podcasts, and binge-watching the latest series on Netflix. I created this podcast with the aspiring photographer in mind. I bring you tried and true strategies, tips and tricks to book more clients and inspiring interviews. Are you ready to frame your way to your dream career? Let's dive in. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending your Monday with me if you're listening to this in real time. And if you're not, I'm still super excited that you decided to tune in to this episode. So today what I'm gonna do is I'm going to give you another coaching session straight from me to you. Typically on Mondays, I like to air anywhere from a two to six minute clip of a mentorship or coaching client session that I've done in the past, but I'm going to go ahead and skip that and give you a coaching episode all on three ways to land the client. We are all gearing up for the busiest season. And for most of us, that is we are stepping into the fall season. Now, if you're listening to this, on the other side of the world for my beautiful Australian friends, then you are probably gearing up for your spring season. But either way, this could be your most profitable season yet. And so that is my hope for you as we walk through today's episode. I've got three ways to land the client. And I'm also going to interchangeably change out the word client and the word lead, but I mean the exact same thing. This is all about how to get that person that inquires with you about your services to actually book with you. So let's jump right in to today's show. All right, the first thing that you need to do when someone reaches out about wanting to work with you is you need to immediately connect with them. So what I used to do in my very first six months of business back in 2014 is somebody would message me and they would basically say, I love your work. How much do you charge? And people still say that today, but it's just because they don't know what else to ask. And that's just what we're used to asking all the time. Well, how much does it cost? I want that. How much does it cost? How much is it? And so that's really all people know how to ask. So when I get this message in my inbox, I immediately want to connect with them. Before, like I said before in 2014, I used to just send them back a typed out version of all of my pricing. And while that's helpful and that's great, I wasn't doing any type of investigation into why they wanted me to take their pictures um, or what, what they exactly were looking for. And so I left a lot of money on the table and I also took a lot of clients, but honestly, 
ended up um, driving me to a season of burnout. And so that is what I don't want to happen to you. Although I feel like at some point burnout is inevitable and everybody just comes to a season where you just kind of need a break and you need a reset. And I don't see anything wrong with that. But one way to not reach that is by making sure that you are booking the right fit clients. And so the first step is you want to connect with this person reaching out to you. So what does that look like? That looks like if Angie reaches out to you and she is wanting you to take her family's pictures, then you need to do a little bit more of investigation, okay? First of all, let's find out, does she really want a family session or am I assuming that's what she's wanting? The second thing I need to know is when is she trying to book this for? Because some people are super last minute to the point where like it's not even an option for you to put them on your calendar. Other people are asking a bunch of other photographers um, and they're basically price shopping. Who has the best thing out there for them at the price that they want to pay? And so I love this connection point because I know it sets me apart from other people. Most business owners, most photographers are not going to take the time to truly talk to people until they know that there's money that is going to go into their pocket. And I know that sounds awful, but honestly, a lot of people do run their business that way. And the way that I keep booking clients is that I just choose to serve and treat everybody as if they were already my client. So a couple things that I do as a connection point. Number one, I immediately go social media stalk them. <laughs> so if they DM me on Instagram, I go check out their profile. If I can't see it, I request to follow them. And then I wait till they approve it. And I kind of just scope them out a little bit. Do they value photography? Have they had professional photography done? I like to just get a good glimpse at who they are, what they do. I can pretty much tell right off the bat whether this is going to be, you know, a qualified lead or whether this is probably going to be somebody that is price shopping me, which I'm still going to treat them the same, but it's nice for me to kind of just get a glimpse. And it also allows me to find a connection point. And so then I bring it back to the conversation and I always thank them for reaching out to me, giving me the opportunity to share my services with them. And then I will relate back to a connection point. So I will find something that I have in common with them, or I will compliment them on their children or something like that. That's what I mean by, I want you to really find a connection point with these people. And then that is basically, it serves as an icebreaker. So now this client doesn't feel like I'm some stranger and some faceless business owner. At this point, we're starting to have a back and forth conversation and it's not very long. It's usually two to four messages back and forth and that's it. And then we get down to the business, the nitty gritty information that they are looking for. So right now, in real time and what my business looks like is I am pretty much, I've got, I'm, I'm about 90% booked out for the fall. So I still have a few dates on my calendar. I still have a couple of um, surprise things I'm going to throw out uh, during the fall months, but pretty much I am solidly booked. Okay. And so what this looks like is if someone reaches out to me and they're looking for something in September or October, 
I can't, there's, like I said, there's a date or two open. Sometimes I leave dates off my public calendar just in case something that I'm really passionate comes along. I'm able to still be available for that. And so I will ask people, one of the very first questions I'll ask before I just shoot them pricing information is when are they looking to have this session taken? That way I know, is it even realistic, right? Is it even realistic for me to talk back and forth with them and, and you know, paint this vision for this session that they're wanting if I can't even take them on as a client, right? That would be a waste of both of our time. So that's typically one of the first questions I will ask and I will wait for a response. Once they respond back to me, then I will move on to step two, which is being really strategic in how I send a pricing guide, okay? You can call these pricing guides, investment guide, service menu, whatever you wanna call this. This is what I send to all of my clients. And I've already done an episode previously that walks you through what you need to have in your investment guide. But here's why these work. These work because number one, I already did step one. I already connected with this particular client. I've already started a friendly conversation with them and I've already started getting them excited as well as me excited about working together. Then... I am sending them this investment guide. And why the investment guide works so well is because number one, it showcases my work so that just in case they haven't seen it before, you guys have heard of those nightmare clients where they book you and then you send them your work. It looks like all the rest of your work, but then they complain that that's not the style they wanted and then you're left confused, right? So in this investment guide, they're able to first see my work a couple times over. They are also able to read a little bit about me and my business because there is an about page in there. They're able to look through the testimonials and reviews and experiences that I have crafted for other people. And so they're getting that third-party validation, which you guys know by now is very important to me, my business, my clients. And then they finally get to the nitty gritty. They get to finally choose um, which of my packages is going to best fit them. And I'm actually going to be redoing all of my services, my packages, everything like that, because I am undergoing um, my in-home studio renovation right now. I have never had a studio in the eight, seven, eight years I've been in business. And so this is very, very special to me and my business. We are expanding. And so that is going to allow me to offer more things to my people still in the same niche of family and motherhood, but it's just going to be able to offer me again, some more opportunity, especially in the colder months. So all that to be said, um, this allows them at this point, they should be sold on your experience. And by the time they get to that price, they're no longer price shopping me. Now they have, they've understood that number one, um, I'm personable. They've connected to me. I have gone back and forth and really supported them and painted a vision of what they're wanting. Other people have had this experience with me and have paid me for my services. And so by the time they get there, they are completely sold and it's really up to them to decide whether or not they see the value and what I have presented them. 
And so typically most of my people will go ahead and they will book, they will request for the booking link. And then of course I also get ghosted just like the rest of you do. Okay. That's just a part of business. People get excited. They love what you have. They get sticker shock or maybe they just get busy and they just never come back around and you know, connect with you again. And so that is why this next step is so very important. So number one, we've connected with them. We've had conversation with them. We have made sure that we have the time to accommodate them on our schedules. Step two, then we sent over our investment guide. We painted this experience and this picture for them. And now what we're going to do is the ball is currently in their court. We've done everything we can possibly do up to this point to serve them, to show them what it looks like to work with us and to paint them an experience that really they shouldn't turn down. And so now we're waiting on a response that says, I'm ready to book. Please send over your booking calendar. Okay. So step three is following up. I promise you, if you are not following up with people, you are leaving money on the table. In fact, something that I would love for you to do that will really surprise you is I want you to go back to your messages, your inbox, your email inbox, whatever you need to do. And I want you to go back and I want you to count in the last three months, how many people have reached out to you for services and how many of those people you did not follow up with. The first time I did this exercise was after a business mentorship. And I was literally so upset with myself because basically you take your, your session price, your average session sale or your highest session price, and then you multiply it by how many people you didn't follow up with. That's how much money that you probably left on the table. And it will absolutely make you sick to your stomach, regardless if you charge a lot of money or not. We shouldn't even be leaving a dollar on the table if we can help it. So that's something I want you to do. A very fun exercise there. Um, but here's the deal. You have to make sure that you are following up with people. Why does that matter? It matters because honestly, guys, we get so busy. How many times have you opened a text message and forgot to respond. Maybe you were interrupted by a toddler. Maybe you were stepping out of the car about to walk into the store and you just thought, I'm in a hurry. I'll get back to this. And then you forget. And then a couple of days later, you go back to your text messages or somebody follows up with you because they know that you read the message, but you didn't respond. And so they send you a follow-up message and then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I was busy. I want you to start giving your leads the benefit of the doubt, okay? These people really are interested in booking photography services. Some of them, a small majority of them, it really will come down to the fact that they simply can't afford it right now. But that doesn't mean that they can't save up and come back to you later, okay? Regardless if they reached out to you for a time-specific session or not, it doesn't mean that they won't come back later and book something else, okay? So give your people the benefit of the doubt, and then you need to follow up with them, okay? I want you to think of following up rather than you bothering someone. I want you to just simply think of it as, hey, you know, you went through all the hoops of reaching out to me, of getting all of my information, and now I just want to make sure 
that you were able to look through this and did you have any questions for me? I want you to start painting it as I am serving them. This is another step to me serving them. I'm simply reminding them of this and I don't want them to think that it is too late to book with me. So when should you follow up? Great question. So I want you to use this follow up schedule. Couldn't think of the word schedule. Okay. So I want you to follow up with them 24 hours later. So if they reach out to you on a Monday evening, I don't want you to follow up until Tuesday afternoon or Tuesday evening. I want you to give them one full day to be able to find, you know, five or 10 minutes in their day in the cracks of their busy day to look over your stuff and have a conversation with whoever they need to have a conversation with. Okay. So 24 hours later, you should typically get some response back. If they read it and then don't respond the second time, then I want you to just let, I want you to let it sit. And then you're going to follow up one week later. You're going to give it one whole week at that point. Okay. So if you need to write yourself a note, put it in your calendar, something that's going to remind you to reach back out to this person, then absolutely do that. Okay. Now, most people will follow up and they will either, you know, book you, um, or they'll apologize or whatever the case may be, but most people are going to respond to you after 24 hours. Okay. So because you left them alone and you weren't worried about it one, two, three hours later, you let them sit on it for an entire day. And then you just basically reminded them to get back with you. And you'll be shocked how many people will actually turn around and thank you for reminding them because they got busy. Okay. So there's that. Now, like I said, if they still um, are like, let me talk to my husband or you get some other excuse 24 hours later, you're also going to follow the one week rule. Okay. So you're just going to put a reminder in your phone that you need to follow up with this person one week later. Most of the time they're going to reach out to you and they're going to go ahead and book. But if you don't hear from them, this allows you to follow up one week later. Now, what happens if someone says, we decided we're just not going to get pictures done right now, or we can't afford that right now, or whatever the case may be, because some people really will tell you it's out of their price range, or some people will just tell you something came up, you know, my husband's work schedule, whatever the case may be, here's what you do so that you can keep showing up with this lead again and again and again, okay? You will ask them if they want to join your Facebook group. Remember those Facebook groups that I have been teaching you inside of social selling? This is the perfect opportunity to get leads into your group, okay? So I want you to ask these people, hey, that's okay, absolutely no problem. I completely understand. For the future, would you want to be added to my Facebook insiders group? Inside of this group, this is where I post all my first to know about my upcoming sessions, mini sessions, all of that. I'd love to add you so that you can keep up and maybe book at a later time when it's more convenient for you. I have never had somebody say no. <laughs> never. They're like, absolutely. I can't believe you would do that for me. Thank you so much. And then you, and then you send them an invite or you send them the link to your group to allow them again, to answer those questions, to get inside of your Facebook group. And then there you are. As long as you're active in your Facebook group, they're going to see you again and again and again. And that is going to increase your booking rates. 
So that is literally what I do with my people. And I have booked almost every single lead that has come my way minus maybe like 10%. Okay. In the last two years, since I've been doing all the things I've been doing and really being intentional about serving, there's about 10% of people who have completely ghosted me and just never said anything back. Okay. Everybody else has come around and they have booked me at a later time if they didn't book me right then after my follow-up. So I hope that encourages you. Again, these are three ways for you to land your client. Number one, make sure you're connecting with them. Have a conversation with them. Break the ice. Number two, be sure that you are using an investment guide, a pricing menu, something that absolutely is going to sell yourself. If you don't have one, go grab mine. It is $20 at brookjefferson.com slash resources. You can edit this in Canva. It is super easy. In fact, I am doing an updated tutorial by the time that you are listening to this episode that will be published inside of the Facebook group. So there's really no reason that you can't do this. You can have the most gorgeous investment guide done anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour, $20. That's it. The follow-up, number three, follow-up. If you are skipping the step, you're leaving money on the table. Okay, guys, I hope that helps. I really want to know if you found this valuable. So the absolute best way that you can continue supporting me and this podcast and a way to say, Brooke, like we're loving it. Keep doing this. It's worth it. It's to leave a review if you are listening to this on iTunes. If you don't know how to do that, I'm going to add that to my Instagram stories. It is very, very simple. Just go to the show where you're listening to this right now. And if you scroll down, it'll ask you to leave a rating and review. If you will do that, I will absolutely love you forever. And if you are listening on another platform that is not iTunes, if you'll just shoot me an email and let me know that you are absolutely loving these podcasts and you want me to keep going, I absolutely will. Please keep in mind. I do this podcast completely on my own time for free. I do not get paid for this. It is simply because I I love photographers. I love this industry and I want us all to succeed. So thank you guys so much again for tuning in to another episode of the Book More Clients Photography Podcast. I'll see you on the next episode.